This is Today in History, January the 29th. On this day in 1845, Edgar Allan Poe's famous narrative poem, The Raven, Once Upon a Midnight Dreary, While I Pondered Weak and Weary, was first published in the New York Evening Mirror. And on this day in 1843, the 25th President of the United States, William McKinley, is born in Ohio. And in 1861, Kansas becomes the 34th state of the Union. On this day back in 1936, the first inductees into baseball's Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, are inducted. They include Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth. Also on this day in 1963, the first charter members of Pro Football's Hall of Fame were also named in Canton, Ohio. They were enshrined when the hall opened in 1963. Also on this day in 1975, a bomb explodes inside the U.S. State Department in Washington, causing considerable damage but injuring no one. The radical group The Weather Underground claims responsibility. And in 1984, President Ronald Reagan announces in a nationally broadcast message that he and Vice President George Bush would seek re-election in the fall. And on this day in 1964, Dr. Strangelove premieres. An unofficial study, which we undertook of this eventuality, indicated that we would destroy 90% of their nuclear capabilities. We would therefore prevail and suffer only modest and acceptable civilian casualties from the remaining force, which would be badly damaged and uncoordinated. General, it is the avowed policy of our country never to strike first with nuclear weapons. Well, Mr. President, I would I would say that General Ripper has already invalidated that policy. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's black comic masterpiece, Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, opens in theaters to both critical and popular acclaim. The movie's popularity was evidence of changing attitudes towards atomic weapons and the concept of nuclear deterrence. The movie focused on the actions of a rogue U.S. officer who believes that the communist are threatening the precious bodily fluids of Americans. Without authorization, he issues orders to U.S. bombers to launch atomic attacks against the Soviet Union. And when it becomes evident that some of the bombers may actually drop their atomic payloads, American President Merkin Muffley frantically calls his Soviet counterpart. The Russian leader informs Muffley that the atomic attack on the Soviet Union will automatically unleash the terrible doomsday machine which will snuff out life on the planet. Muffley's chief foreign policy advisor, Dr. Strangelove, reassures the president and chief officials that all is not lost. They can survive even the doomsday machine by retreating to deep mine shafts. Close scrutiny of the Dr. Strangelove character indicated that he was probably a composite of three people. Henry Kissinger, a political scientist who had written about the nuclear deterrent strategy. Edward Teller, a key scientist in the development of the hydrogen bomb. And Werner von Braun, the German scientist who was a leading figure in missile technology. Little scrutiny was needed, however, to grasp Kubrick's satirical attacks on the American and Russian policies of nuclear stockpiling and massive retaliation. The film jabs at some of the sacred core beliefs of 
American defense strategy and struck a chord with the American people, particularly after the frightening Cuban Missile Crisis of 1962, when nuclear annihilation seemed a very real possibility. The American public was increasingly willing to question the nation's reliance on nuclear weapons. But Dimitri, don't hang up, Dimitri. January the 29th, as Dr. Strangelove premieres on this day in history. Just like you.